between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. for an oily eye on horn, to men kindly the hairs, sinewy contra, time and time, for to water. Thank you. How oh, many all here? I will on here. Tyler Satai Hilong brought, to bring out a brought, to bring out a brought, at an honda. So to make you on the otter, honda, Adam Hossi, to make you Ephraim, all prince, all prince, all prince, a little prince. At the corner to prince, 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 to me, to Philemarina, Halamarino, Halamano, Alfred of Free, Alenote Free, Alfred not a free, Alfred not a free, Arenoski free, or Ross to say free. I create to Sephaneta fort of Fetter fort, forty me into file an item. Shem, 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 shem,
bring you new strength I bring you new strength. I bring you new strength. I am giving you meat for new strength. I am bringing meat. I have brought meat for new strength. I have brought meat for new strength. For yet you have eaten meat for a strength, but I bring another meat for a new strength. I bring meat for the journey ahead. I bring meat for the journey ahead. I bring meat for the journey ahead. I yet bring many, many more meat for the journey ahead. For the journey is yet far, for I bring meat to you. I bring meat to you. I bring meat for to renew your strength, for to give you an everlasting strength, for to fight the everlasting battles ahead of you. For my meat is come to you. 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 And I am here. Believe it. Believe that I am here. I am here. I am here. You need see me with your eyes not, but see me in my understanding. For my speech is opening. There are secrets, 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 secrets. My speech is secret. My speech are my secrets. They are my secrets. My secrets, secrets, secrets. I am unveiling my secret. For my secret is my meat. My meat, my meat, which men know not of. This is my meat. This is my meat. This is my meat that I give to you. For you will see me clearly. You will see me clearly. You will see me clearly. For I am a Lord. I am persons. I have persons. I, Jesus, I have persons in me. I have persons in me. I have persons in me and I am come in the person that my father has sent. I have come as the one the father has sent for you will see me as the sent one of the father. You will see me as the sent one of the father. I am that meat you ought to eat. Eat me. Eat me. I have come for to give you new strength. Thank you. These are exciting times. These are exciting times. These are my time. This is my time. This is my time. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to my time. Welcome to my time. To my time. To the dispensation of my beginning. To the dispensation of my 
time of my things, of my things as the Father. Welcome to that dispensation. Welcome, welcome. We are excited for to have you here. We will yet bring you nearer. We will yet bring you nearer. We will yet bring you nearer. These are exciting times. Exciting, exciting times. Exciting times. Exciting times. This is the time of joy. It is the time of joy. It is the time of joy. It is time of joy. Look into the spirit and you will see. It is the time of joy. It is my time. It is time for the opening of my own things. Of myself. Of my secrets. Of my secret. These are exciting times. It are exciting times. Father, we bless your name tonight. Thank you. Lord, we believe we have received from you all that our heart has asked for, all we have desired tonight, and we have, by your mercy, brought forth through words, asking, raising of incense to you, not according to our own lusts or our own desire, but seeking with our heart to to connect with your will, Father, to, to offer up a righteous quest and prayer to you. Father, we believe that we will begin to receive these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we open our heart to, to this mercy, this mercy for this time, the mercy that is bringing this allocation of blessing for this season. We ask that you will help us to open and to respond to it. I ask, Lord, for opening of minds and opening of spirits and opening of souls, opening of hearts, Lord, to, to receive and to comprehend and opening exposure into encounters, into depth, Lord, hearts being plunged further into greater depths. Lord, in this thing, thank you. Take this conversation up again and move us further into it, I pray. I ask for direction and help and leading, Lord. I ask, Lord, for your spirit to flow, Lord, into our heart and to bring enlightenment, Father, and an impartation. Thank you, Jesus. We give all the glory to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Good evening. God bless you. Praise God. <clears throat> okay, let's open our Bibles very quickly to... Thank you. Praise God. Um, we are starting... We are starting the world a bit late again, but we did better than yesterday. <coughs> Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, praise God. Thank you, Father. We, we worship your holy name. Um, amen. Are we, were we blessed yesterday? Okay. Um, the Lord is just, has been dealing with my heart about... Um, the 
about the level of meekness that it will need to really settle into what God wants to bring us, the understanding that God wants to bring us into um, at this time. Um, sometimes it might require not flowing through familiar channels, um, but we need to be to be meek and malleable. Praise God um, to to hear everything that the Lord wants to say. Um, the Lord is laying. This is another foundational season, I believe. It's um, is all is not just um. It's the it's still the season of the laying of the foundation. Um, what the Bible calls it, the sure foundation. Um, that sure foundation is is a high foundation. Praise God um, in the spirit. Uh, so it's uh, is a foundation of higher thoughts. Um, is actually a foundation that can carry the most high things that are most high. That is the most most high kind of reasoning. Um, so it's the Lord wants to begin to wants to create a foundation in our heart that things things of the highest quality can rest. You know, thoughts have quality. Not every thought have the same quality. There are thoughts that are qualitatively higher than others. And the, sometimes the way you can measure the quality of a thought is its impact upon the heart. When a, when a high thought rests upon the heart, when a, a heart fellowships with a high thought, the, the experience is different. The, the inward consecration that that thought brings. Praise God. You know, thought is the instrument of consecration. Um, by consecration, I mean um, not necessarily joining by nature. I mean consecration in terms of the inward attitude of, of the heart, which is sometimes what we, are trying, what we try to achieve in prayer, in worship, in, in different things that we do, praise God. Um, so in, in all these things, even in a meeting now like this, you, the meeting can be higher than the thoughts that are allowed to come. Do you agree with that? Praise God. That's why part of the reason why the Lord will lead us to pray this way. Um, and most of the preparation in prayer is, is not, it's not disconnected from our hearts. So it's not just praying for some things and say, God, do this, and then let's wait and see will you do this. Is that actually prayer is actually a transformational um, thing, right? Uh, prayer is not just um, some, a way to achieve something separate of yourself. Prayer is actually, is a, in the place of prayer, things happen. Things happen, right? The purpose of prayer is actually to change the posture of the heart, to tilt the heart into another attitude, to shift the way the heart is aligned and to position, this position, praise God. A lot of things can happen in the place of prayer. Um, in the place of prayer, prayer is actually it's an instrument of God to, to, to cause yieldedness 
right? It's called yieldedness. For a lot of times, God has so much to do, he wants to do, but our, our will our power is powerful. We can stop God and the channels that he wants to flow through might not be open sometimes. Praise God. So, so the purpose of prayer is to then try and help your heart, to expose your heart to thoughts. Thoughts that can, and then when you begin to gradually, as you're doing that, you're praying, you're praying, you're praying, as His mercy, as mercy is happening through prayer, you can see opening of the heart towards certain conversation. You know, there are thoughts that should not just land on the heart, just dry and stony, just like that. Praise God, that if they land anyhow, some thoughts, they can offend, they can cause more harm than good. Sometimes they can even end up killing if the heart is not ready for such things. So it can even be mercy not to show for God not to show up the way he would normally want to do in a program like this because if the hearts are not ready, God will say, no, let's not bring this kind of thoughts now. Praise God. So that's why the Lord will have us to be praying um, so that our hearts can be okay, our hearts can be tuned, praise the Lord, to, to receive the kind, of, um, the kind of thoughts that they want to bring to us. Praise the Lord. And I pray the Lord will help all of us to fall into that meekness. You know what the meekness is? The meekness is the attitude of a little child, right? Like Paul was saying, when you were, you were, when you were actually little, he flipped it around at a point. He said, when you're little, you want to do your own thing. And when you are old, you say, actually, you stretch out your hand and say someone should lead you. But you see, that, that attitude is actually, when you think about it, it's almost childlike. Mm-hmm. But, so there's a way that some things in childhood will now show up because of what? Because of maturity. So, so that's the way I'm seeing it. There's a maturity that the Lord wants to bring us into. Um, a maturity is a place where you don't, where you, where you don't fight and resist things that you are not familiar with, where you are broken enough to, you know, say, okay, Lord, I might not fully understand it, but you are bigger than I am. You are, you have, you see a bigger picture. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to to follow you and stick everything on what you are saying. Why? Because you've done enough. Part of it, apart from just believing. Blind belief. You know, we are no longer believing blindly anymore. Pray, you know, as time goes on in your faith journey, your faith changes. Your faith operation changes. It's not every time your faith is blind. Sometimes your faith has some track record to it. Amen. And the track record is what, what God has done. You know, this same God can lead us, can lead us further. Praise the Lord. Um, so I want to encourage every one of us to, to um, allow the Lord to, to shift our hearts in this season uh, and bring us into everything that he wants us, he wants us to come into. Father, we thank you. Uh, Father, we, we, we ask and we receive the grace, the grace to fall into this attitude, the attitude of meekness and brokenness that you will, you will require from us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's read John. Um, let's read again that John chapter chapter six from. Let's read from.
from verse 45. Thank you. Let's just read 44. It says, For no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will then, I will raise him up at the last day. And it is written in the prophets, and they, that they shall be all taught of God. And every man therefore that had heard and had learned of the Father cometh unto me. Praise God. So in this verse 45, when it says that they shall be all taught of God, um, it's, it's very, very clear. It should be clear to us at a level um, that the teaching God is the Father. Do you agree? The, the teaching God is the Father. The teaching God. There is a God who is higher than that teaching God. Who, or who, let me not say higher, but he sits in a different position than the teaching God. He is different. He is, he is the rewarding God. Praise the Lord. Is is the word? That was the, the God that Hebrews spoke about. That they that come to God must believe that He is, and then ultimately, that He is a rewarder of them that do what that diligently seek Him. So, the there is a rewarding God, who the one who said that my reward is with me. Praise God. So, but there is the teaching God who is who teaches people who will get rewarded. By God, right? So in this, it's a very merciful thing. There's a, there's a view that we have of, the, of God and the Father sometimes that seems like he's very just strong, just far away. He's just almost snobbish. Almost snobbish like mm, all of you, you guys are just staying in your realm. Let me stay in my own realm, you know. But actually, it's not, it's not like that. He's, the place where he's coming from, he's doing everything that it takes in all the love and all the sincerity of heart, and then with all the wisdom and skill that he has, praise the Lord. So you know the construct of the Father was not there in their original essence. Because there's nobody to father, they are not fathering, there's no, there's no need to act in that role as a father. It was just God, praise the Lord, in the eternal state. Praise the Lord. But you see, the fatherhood of God is actually, the fatherhood of God is, a, is an extension of mercy. Right? The father is, is, a, is a kind of, um, the father is a construct of God that was crafted mercifully. How, why is it merciful? Because it is for the satisfaction of something outside of themselves. It's to satisfy a need that they don't have. Do you understand what I mean? It's a need that they don't have. It has nothing to do with their need. God was okay by himself. It is his life and everything. But there's something about him, which is his mercy. Praise God. I said, okay, we need to, find, we need to have mercy on something outside of ourselves. We, we need to find a way to act mercifully upon entities outside of ourselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, so you see the fatherhood of God what I, when I see the Father, the stature of the Father, I am seeing the, the greatest 
the highest demonstration, the, the, the greatest demonstrating stature of mercy. Yeah. The, is the greatest demonstration, the height, what the Father can do, his actions, his wow. dealing, they are too merciful. Too merciful. The Father is too merciful. All his thoughts are merciful. His ways are merciful. Everything about him is merciful. Praise God. So, um, so you see that this Father, so he's teaching. When you speak about him training, it's very clear that we know that even from the book of Hebrews, right, he speak, spoke about him receiving sons, right? Every son whom he loved, he chastised and scourges every son whom he received. So that chastising and all of that thing is part of his own fatherly operation, which is training, praise God. So here he said that, and they shall be all taught of God, and every man therefore that hath heard and then hath learned of the Father, cometh unto me. Then verse 46, not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God, that he hath seen the Father. So when you, you look at these, Jesus' statements are so, they are so convoluted. There's the way he was speaking, you, know, you get what I mean? Um, the reason why he did that is that he must have a kind of mind to be able to know what he's saying. And if you come with the wrong mind, you will not see what he's saying. When you come with the right mind, you will see it. Praise God. If you come with a mind of trying to prove everything with English, you know, the, the kind of mind that, of people who say that King James Version is not correct and all that, they don't like King James and they, because all the other versions use big grammar, very, very interesting, um, what? Contemporary. Con more contemporary English, more descriptive, and then with the, with the motive of making it more easily accessible. So that's, the, that's the motive behind those such people. It's, part of it is, is rooted in fear a little bit. It's rooted in fear, people who are afraid that if they leave people with King James, that after a while the book will become obsolete and, and irrelevant. No one will read it anymore. It will become inaccessible and you can, you can lose the book and generations will move on from the book. So it's almost like a good, good um, intention that they have about the book to now lay it with more colorful words, with more fanciful words and all of those things. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Um, but um, this is the way it was. It is. Praise God. So um, it says that... Um, Therefore, every, every man, verse 45, every man, therefore, that had heard and had learned of the Father, cometh to me. So, a man, no one will come to me except the Father draws him. And such a person, I will raise him up in the last day. That's verse 44. Verse 45 is saying the same thing. You will be taught of God. Every man, that therefore, that had heard and had learned of the Father, cometh to me. So, he used God, then he used the Father. So all these things are things that he, they put them this way so that a soul can go and with a light to realize that there is God, there is a Father, but there is difference in what those beings do. But he's not only doing that, he's also then adding, he's also then conflating God the Father 
with himself. Now, I was, I was explaining something yesterday that the reason why the Jews were angry with Jesus and they killed him, right? And I said that it's not just because of the phrase, God is my father, that Jesus said. It was because they also saw God as their father in some way. But that's not why. The reason why is because of this kind of thing that Jesus was saying. In terms of how he was saying it, in the way, in the manner of his speech, he was conflating himself with God somehow. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, sorry, my Bible just closed. Praise God. So he was conflating himself. Let's see it here. He says that, not that any man has seen God. So he first said, no one will come to me except the, has the first been drawn by the Father. And said, the Father who will, be, will have to teach them, right? Which is God. We have to teach them. They have to learn of the Father. Then when they do that, they can come unto me. That's verse 45. Then in verse 46, it's now saying that no man shall <laughs> has actually seen the Father, save he which is of God. He had seen the Father. Then very, verily I say unto you that he that believeth on me hath, what? <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Hath everlasting life. Praise God. Then verse 40, 48 said, I am that bread of life. I am that bread of life. Praise God. So, um, the, Jesus as the bread of life, you know, this was the main argument. He was trying to talk about himself as the bread that they should eat, right? Now, when he was speaking, let's see verse 57 that we read yesterday. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Verse 57, it says, As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, right? So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Praise God. So, then he says, this is the bread which cometh down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall do what? Live forever. Praise God. So, so what Jesus Christ is saying is that, that he himself is actually, he is like a, is a direct, is a, inside of him there is a direct flow from the Father, right? That, that inside of him, one can be relating with the Father through him, right? That's the mystery of him, of Jesus Christ as a bread. Praise the Lord. The mystery of Jesus Christ as a bread is the mystery of him of him being the him being the conveyor of things of what the father has to say of the dealings and the speech and the words of the father to man in his own person praise the lord Amen. 
Now, because there's something about bread. Bread almost removes personality from the conversation. So bread removes his own personality from, this, from the conversation. So when you see bread, what you're seeing is substances. Do you see that? So that's what Jesus is trying to say. Jesus is trying to say, okay, stop looking at me. Think about my substances. Be able to, can you see what is inside of me, which I am, which I'm carrying, praise God, which I'm able to, to give. And he's saying that, that inside of me, in me, you can actually, as you are, you are feeding on me, the Father can be teaching you. Like by eating of me, you can begin, you can learn of the Father by feeding upon me. Let's read that John chapter 6 again. That he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, that's 56, dwelleth in me and I in him. So then bread, he, he wasn't speaking about bread here. He, he now changed it to his flesh and then his blood. But we know that that flesh and the blood is also the bread which God gave. Praise the Lord. And he's saying that he that eateth it and drinketh it, that the purpose of eating and drinking is to bring about a kind of an operation. It's a mystery. It's actually, this thing is a, is a, is a mystery like sitting, I'm seeing this thing as a mystery sitting before us. We've been playing around it, we've been dancing around it for some time now. But it's actually, but it's something that God is bent on us knowing. The Lord is bent, and knowing, when you know, you know the mysteries, when there will be a time, it will just, it will be inside of you. Amen. All right. I think we have moved the, the, beyond the realm of so, you just having something in your mind where you can quote it. John chapter this, where this, Jesus said that, Jesus said that. You get what I'm saying? We are, in, we are in a season where God wants to now take it and put it inside you. Right to to he wants you to sit there as a real understanding. Are you get what I'm saying? Uh, so so this mystery is the mystery of of how they can how they can join you. How he can join you to them. That's what they are talking about. That's this whole thing that we've been speaking about. You know, we speaking about oneness. We we we, we graduated into it. We spoke about the essence of brotherhood which is where Jesus steps down into, right? He steps down into that prayer of brother to make you of one. But the goal is actually to, to, is to bring about an engraftment into one. Like I was saying yesterday, when you see the picture of the, of the, of the what? Of the tree, John chapter 15, right? When you see that mighty tree, when you look at the tree, the tree is one thing. Oh, that's one tree. But then look inside the tree, look closer, you're seeing trees attached to trees, that are attached to trees, that are attached, and all of them are connected in one. So it's a great mystery, one life flowing into different, each branch is bearing fruit, bearing fruit, branches bearing, bearing much fruit. Praise the Lord. See, are you seeing that tree? That's, the, that's actually the image of God for, in, for eternity. Praise the Lord. Is the image of God for what? The image of God for eternity. God just wants, at the end, God will just wants a tree. A tree that is, that is tapping out of himself. 
himself, his son being the vine of the tree. Praise the Lord. And then that tree having many, many, many branches. But each branch of that tree must have come inside of them. They must have come into the, the mystery. What is the, what is the real mystery? When you speak, look at that um, Colossians chapter 2. Praise the Lord. That, let's read that quickly. We'll come back here. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. Um, God wants to change. God wants to change your. God wants to change your your knowledge. Right. God wants to change your. How you how you change persons is by changing. Um, it's change their mystery. When you change, God wants to take out the mystery from inside of you. What's the mystery in us? The mystery in us is actually. Praise God. What's that? The mystery of sin. You know, souls are, when you see a soul, a soul is, is a design. It's a creation that is meant to, to house mysteries. Right? Soul, every soul leaves out mystery. There's something, when you see a person living, there's, they, what they are living, that there's something, it's almost like a body on the inside of them. It's something that's mysterious in their depth they are trying to, to live out. That's what's driving the soul. The soul is a machine. It's like when you, you know, some of those toys, you wind, 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 wind. When I was young, you wind them. After winding it, then you just put it down. It begins to, as it's unwinding, it's what? It's moving. That's the way soul, a soul is. So a soul is that you program the soul with a mystery. Then let it, set it loose. Let it begin to live out. Praise God. So, so, so it's very clear that right now for most most of most people, the mystery that is being lived out by most men on the, on the earth is the mystery of the of worldliness, right? Is what? Of course, mis- worldliness has to be a mystery. If it's not a mystery, it will be nothing to a soul. A soul does not cons- anything that's not mysterious that you can look at it front. This is the front. This is the back. This is all I, there is. It will put it down. It's that is done with it. It doesn't care about it. But craft a mystery, bring it to his soul. His soul can, his soul can look at it, then, then check it, keep looking at it. And he can stay there trying to figure it out because that's the nature. Praise the Lord. So uh, it's very clear that the reason why souls are still worldly is because of the mystery, the mystery of worldliness. That there's something about when you say, so no, leave the world. The reason why they won't leave the world is that there's still something about this world. There's still something mysterious about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? When, <laughs> when someone enjoys one aspect of the world, the person will not go. With the, Dubai, he has enjoyed this one, he goes to sleep. When he wakes up tomorrow morning, what will happen? <laughs> he said, it's near every morning. <laughs> Praise God. What will happen? What will happen? The, the, that thing called world is a mystery. What he just enjoyed is from inside of himself, something that was stored in there, just an aspect of it. Then uh, the scenario was, paid, was given to him to gratify that aspect. And once he does that, he has a, a good night's sleep, dreams about it. When he wakes up in the morning, he wakes up fresh. And what happened? That thing called the world will now come on another side of it. So there are actually things also about me you've not explored yet. Are you getting on the other? There are 
other aspects of me that you still need to, your soul, you still have power to pursue some other things. That's why souls cannot just take the world, do world and finish the world and say, I'm ready for Jesus now. But the devil lies to Christians that they can do that and to, to people. Right? You see someone will plan, okay, I will give my life to Christ or something in this year. Or, or Christians, praise God, who are already born again, will say, okay, they know they are born again, they, they know they are living below the standard. Um, but why, why do, how do they know? Because they see people living a higher standard around them. It convicts them, they can tell. But they are not willing to give themselves to that standard. Why? Because the, the mystery that is that the mystery of, of the wall that is appearing to them, that is leading them, is still talking to them, that they, are, they still have a sense, there are still things about this thing I'm enjoying that I haven't finished yet. That is the thing about the world. That's why it's a wine. You know what I mean? Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's hard for someone to take that you have great control to take wine that is really, really strong. And when he begins to walk on the inside of you and say, no, I'm just enough. Let's take, let's leave it. You know what I mean? Except someone who has gained a lot of stamina against it. Praise God. So in, you see Mystery Babylon in the book of Revelation. Praise the Lord. So see her name was, in, her name was written Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of all harlots and the word abomination. What's the meaning of that? Mystery, Babylon, the great. Mystery, Babylon, the great. The great, then mother of harlots and then abomination. What's the meaning of that? The mother. What's the mother? Mother, the mother. Right? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the mother of, of, of all the harlotry and all the abominations of the earth. So it's that mother that talks to souls. When it souls, it feels that, ah, I'm getting close to all the things I need from the world. It's time to be serious with Jesus. The, the next, what another, another aspect of the mystery will open up. They say, ah, it's going to take me seven years to finish. <laughs> I want to ask you, every time you've ever postponed anything that God is asking you to do till you are ready, have you ever been ready to do it? Never. Why? Because that thing that is making you not do it is an ever-increasing mystery. Those who are saying, ah, no, when, I, when, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm ready for this word, this thing called word of righteousness, when I'm ready for this thing. In fact. In fact, you see all these ministers, oh, thank God for them. They are trying. It's just because some of are not handling, when, we, when I handle this word, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just because I'm not, I'm not ready yet. Praise the Lord. Yes. Praise God. And, that's, and God deals with us that way. God knows that you, you will never be ready. Yeah. One thing I, I learned about God is that 
in terms of the, you know, when you're learning journey, in a spiritual journey, you're learning it, you're seeing patterns. Yeah. The way, that's the way the scripture unveils it. It makes the lines clear. It makes the demarcation clear. Like, okay, you're going from the outer court, from the outer court to the holy place, from there to the most holy. And in the holy place, you have faith, hope, you have charity, all of those things. And the scripture makes it clear. Um, but you now find that when it comes to the, the word, the revelation of the word, it doesn't follow that, that order. It doesn't follow that order. It's not that. But see, we are holding all the revelation about the most holy until you guys all come into the... Because if God does that, people will never come. There will never be a day where God will say, oh, they're all ready now. They're all waiting for everlasting revelation. Why? Because they've all finished Christ. They're all, they've come into the fullness of Christ. So it's time, it will not, it will not happen. So when it comes to the word, God knows that God has to be sending the word out. Wherever you are, he's sending it. God is sending it. He's sending it. He's sending it. Because that word has to come, wrestle with you, fight with you. There's nobody who just, having drunk of an old wine, just throws it away. Okay, I need a new wine right now. Why? Because he said, no, you can never say, why? Because he said the old will be better. The old is always better. Nobody after drinking old wine, just outrightly. Says, okay, it's time for new. You can never. You always feel like the old is better. And that wine is not always, not just, it's not worldly wine. We're talking of wines that souls drink. It includes word. You can say, for example, that no soul having drunk Christ outrightly desires everlasting life. Why? Because he says Christ is better. What does that mean? The taste of Christ. So if it, if it means that come and start talking everlasting, 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 your, look, your wine, this wine is, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this wine is no longer sweet. This wine needs to be sweet before. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, so you need, so what I'm just trying to show you is that uh, there's something called exchange of mystery when it comes to souls. Is how to take a mystery away from a person and give them another mystery. Amen. So, so even when it comes to God's own things, there's also the progression. And so let's read quickly that Colossians chapter Colossians chapter two. So people who excel, who will excel and who will go far with God in spiritual things are people who have learned that secret that that you can that you can relearn. That journeying in God is about learning, unlearning, relearning, relearning. If you're not willing to be relearning, you will not be going forward. You won't be, you won't be changing and appreciate. If you don't, and if you're not learning and if you're not relearning, darkness will catch up with you. Because darkness is not stationary. Darkness also is moving. The mystery of the worldliness after a while, the mystery of worldliness will now turn into the mystery of iniquity. And I know that right from when they wrote it, he said, the mystery of iniquity now doth already work. So he wasn't even referring to the mystery of iniquity as something that's to come with. That is not here at all in the world. He said, yeah, there are guys who are already using it. It's already, so if it's been present since that time, and it's been working since that time, it means that 
the mystery of iniquity is here. Very quickly. Praise the Lord. Amen. But, but thank God for the mysteries which they have given to us as well. Amen. Um, so, every soul, you must be ready to be mysterious. In the mystery of God. You will not, you will not escape being mysterious. <clears throat> you, are, you are mysterious. You are mysterious. You are mysterious. You are all mysterious. We are all mysterious. As a child, as a parent, when you, you watch your child grow, you literally start watching your child gaining mystery. When you're very, very young, you can, really, you can plot out all their decisions, everything. After a while, you, you can't. You can't. You can't. After a while, they are so mysterious, they can even handle you, put you inside somewhere, lock you up. You think you are free, but you're not. They, they set your boundary. They know where you cannot go. They've around, arranged their own world around you. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Yeah, oh, that's why. When I, it's on you, that's why. <laughs> praise God. It's like if we, if it's okay, you love him. You love him. It seems very simple until you start trying to do it. Yeah. You don't realize you are, you are trying to love a mystery. You, you are a mystery yourself. He's trying to love what another mystery. Two mysteries are trying to. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why we've been hearing love each other since the beginning. Since we got born again and we are still feeling every day. It was everything about it is mysterious. Everything where we are where we are keeping all the things that are stopping us from fulfilling commandments. We don't even know where they are. We don't know where they've been hidden on the inside of our soul. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Amen. So, um, part of what they want to do is God wants to exchange the mystery that is, that is inside of souls and to bring his own mystery. So, God also wants you to be mysterious, but he wants you to be mysterious differently, separately. Like Jesus was a mystery, but it was a different kind of mystery. Praise God. I was observing Jesus from this book. I saw that he, he, was, he replied people differently. He answered people differently. Sometimes they will ask him a simple question. You feel like, ah, oh, Jesus will not answer this thing straight. To Jesus, this is a deep question. You just answer it plainly. Like the woman at the well. You know, the woman was talking and then she asked, oh, well, oh we've heard that um, there is a prophet that will come and all that. He said, ah, he wants to yam him. <laughs> he didn't waste time. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but let a Jew or a Pharisee ask him that question. <laughs> I remember Pilate. When he brought him before Pilate. Just a simple question. Ask, are you the king of the Jews? <laughs> right? 
Very simple question. Should, have, should be a yes or no question. Then what did Jesus ask tell him? Jesus said, okay, this, oh, thank you for that question. But I just have a question for you too. That question you asked me, are you the one who's really asking it? Or you, are you asking it because of what? Is it a question from your heart? Or is it a question because of, of, of what the Jews have told you? Is it your own question? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So now, why was Jesus behaving like? How did he know how to relate? How did he know when to answer, what to say? What was, it? What was his, his principle? Is it mystery? He's not calculating. So oh, when we are before Pilate, this is what we will say. No, it's not. They don't understand. You cannot. The same way, when iniquity is working, it's not that way it works. Most of the things we are doing, we don't, we don't know why we end up doing. Because it's a mystery on the inside that's just playing out to you. So, when we're talking about everlasting life, eternal life, what do you think? Don't think about it like something you just say, okay, laws of everlasting life, law 1A, law 1B, law 1C. After you've lent them up to 1 million, say, eh, all the laws are inside me. No, you're talking about a mystery. You get what I'm saying? Are you ready? I don't know if you're ready for that kind of thing. So it's very clear that the mystery, what God wants to do in you, is not going to sit in that way that your brain can understand. That your brain, like me, your brain can just read inside your heart and say, okay, these are all the, the laws that are there. You can write them out. No, no, no. Even when you're trying to read with your brain to, to be a mystery. But judgment, when you are living, judgment can be fountaining out, out of deposits that God has, has, been, has been woven inside your person and inside your nature. Praise God. Um, let's quickly see. Colossians, let, let me tell you something. Do you know that when you become, when you come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, there's a high chance that you might not know. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you know why? Why do I say that? Because you will be trying to use your mind to check, but your mind cannot read that thing. It's a mystery. But there may be things that might be suggesting to you, wow, that you're you're arriving somewhere. But it will be hard for you to say that ah, we've gotten to we've gotten all the faith now. You are moving to hope, and all. it's not it's not that way. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Part of all I'm just trying to tell you guys is I feel the Lord wants to. It's just a pattern of wisdom for this kind of path. Wisdom for this kind of journey. There's a way you should be thinking now. Are you getting what? You should be, not be thinking like someone who's going to learn a course in the university. You should be thinking like somebody in whom they want to deposit a mystery of life. That cerebral minds cannot really, really comprehend. But, but, but it's a reality that can play out in the world and can act in the world and can be demonstrated in the world like it happened through Jesus. Amen. Someone can be, someone can be, can carry a life that their consciousness doesn't always fully comprehend every single time, but as they are living every day, they are overcoming the devil and overcoming sin. They find that sin is just always defeated every single time. Like Jesus, 
It's not, it's not planned. Oh, Satan, I saw you. <laughs> when I went up to the mountain last night to pray. You know, we feel that way that when Jesus, you know, they say, as he often did, he will go up. You think maybe God is just downloading. Okay, when you're at that junction, there will be one evil spirit right there who will bring a, a, a thought of something. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not like that. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm saying? But Jesus Christ, by coming, my fellowship, he accessed the mystery of the Father. Out of the mystery of the Father, life ex- an overcoming life expression that every time a judgment needs to be had, he had an overcoming thought that would rise up out of his mystery to answer. It's not everything that just was saying that it was, ca- was calculation. All this is red, red letters we are reading in the gospel. It's not calculating mind, talking back. It is nature. When Pilate asks, are you the king of the Jew? Nature, that inward judgment can calculate. You know that, okay, where should my heart shift to now? Some of us, our heart will shift to something else entirely. Amen. Like that woman at the well. Some of us, when you see the woman, maybe as, when she first she asked that question, you just had that was when that revelation. We don't know when God had the revelation of how many husbands she had. Praise God. There's some of us that when that revelation does come, Praise the Lord. Was it Wesley that was saying yesterday about, was it, was it you? Jesus going to the temple at Tolu, going into the temple, and it was you, and changing, driving out the people who were selling things. Yeah. Right? You know, it was true, it everlasting judgment, he was doing all those yeah. things. But some of us wouldn't even know why he would yeah. to do that, if that kind of thing should be done. Yeah. What is the calculation behind that kind of act- activity? It's a, it's, a, it's a mixture of complex things on the inside. Judgments. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So when you go to a, a program, they want to see, okay, we're teaching everlasting life here. See, please don't be thinking of, oh, they don't want to prove to me now that this verse actually said, you know, people are thinking that way. Oh, Jesus is everlasting life here. Why is eternal life here? Why? If you are thinking like that, you don't understand what we are trying to do. You won't, and you will not understand why. I remember when I was learning Christ, part of my understanding of Christ was anchored on this verse. This verse. Now you are telling me now that this verse is not talking about Christ. It's talking about the Father. What do you mean? So... Does that mean that that Christ I learned was in Christ? <laughs> I'm just talking about different struggles that so because you don't understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> you don't know that the Holy Ghost can say, if God so loved the world, and in that, He's saying a million things at the same time. 
<laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? The proof is the work. There is a work that God, the Holy Ghost, God is, will do in his soul. You cannot refute it. When you see a built man, a built man is a built man. A raised man is a raised You can't tell me that this soul is not raised like Jesus. You can't say, Jesus, no, your father did not raise you. You are not raised. No, he was raised. There's evidence of it. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise the Lord. Oh my God, time has gone. Um, amen. So quickly, Colossians chapter... chapter. Thank you, Father. Um, Colossians chapter 2. Um, you know, I said before that what the Lord wants to do is our, our heart, right? So it's, so it's okay um, that the Lord says these things to us. Um, chapter 2, verse 1, it says, For I will that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father, and of what? Christ. Praise the Lord. To the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the what? The Father and the mystery of who? Of Christ. Praise God. So you see these are mysteries that um, they want to install in hearts and they want to put in people. Praise God. Uh -huh. So Jesus Christ... Um, Quickly back to John. John chapter 6. Thank you, Father. It's like somebody saying, Oh, King James Bible is not the. Um, no, King James Bible is not the original Bible. Their other Bible, their older manuscripts. Praise God. And they will not say, okay, prove it. Prove it that King James is the original. Why are you always using King James? It's in that kind of mind. And then you see, a foolish Christian will not try and go and prove it. Say, yeah, well, um, in the year this, 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 that, they went to another cave somewhere and then they found this manuscript. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God. Once, once, once a professor comes and asks you that question, and then you start talking about history, you, you feel... <laughs> you are, because you are ignorant. Amen. <laughs> the, answer to that, the answer to that thing is just ask, okay, bring another version that can do what King James is doing. Is that not the answer? Do you know what answer? Why would the answer be something else? If the question is that, is this supernaturally ordained by God? You say, okay, bring another one that is doing the supernatural thing that this one is doing. What other, what other answer do you need? 
Or you don't believe this is the supernatural? King James. That's the proof, right? That's the proof. That's the proof. On the revelation and the encounters from the King James Bible, souls have been transformed. Lives have been changed. Men have been raised. Supernatural transformation. Things. Encounters. Encounters. Supernatural encounter. Revelations. Thoughts. Praise God. The way Isaiah speaks and is interpreted by Romans and then Revelation together. Show me another Bible that where those things talk like that. It's hard to find. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the proof is not in history. The proof is what is right there. It's like, it's right there. Praise God. It's like the guy who was blind and he got his sight back. They started asking him, the guy who healed you, is he from God? Is he? After a while, the guy said, see. They brought their argument to, to disturb the guy. The guy is like, that is your own problem. That, all I know is that I was blind. <laughs> if someone asks whether is there faith of the son, is there, what of righteousness, is there, this King James, tell them I, I was blind. Now, I can see. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about the things that don't matter, eh? Well, the things that matter are there. Oh, okay, your own favorite translation that you like, you feel is the original one. Has it helped you deal with your own lust? How much sight has it given you about your lust and your pride? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? All these are different foolish things that Satan will bring around foolish people. You know, it can make it, those things can make a mind stuck. Ah! So, oh, oh, what if all this, oh, wow, what if this thing was just people? Hmm. What, say, okay, what if they made a mistake um, that Isaiah should not have been in the Bible? Hmm. <laughs> It's too late. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You just need to be able to see God as bigger than men. That's all. That will answer most of your questions. 
You're talking about someone who knows the end from the beginning. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So it means your heart, Christianity is a different matter. Your, it's by the, when God wants to show himself, it's not by proof of men. It's not in men's laboratory and men's science. That's when you know where God, God, I have to now find a way to prove myself through their experiment. No, no, no. When God manifests, he's sovereign. He's sovereign. God, when God wants to show that I am here, is that he will do something that no man can do and no man can understand it. Study it. You can never understand yes. it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise God. So if, if spiritual people need to learn how to put premium on the spiritual, value it more than anything. You should be able to, to look at something, a work that God has done and, and, and have more faith and trust and belief and appreciation for that work than all the proofs in the world. That was just that was what Jesus was. That was what that was the, the, the thing when Jesus came on the scene and they were questioning him a question. We knew you, you were from Nazareth, we knew Joseph was your father, Mary was your mother, we saw you playing naked on the street. What do you mean? <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? All the logical Thing. You, they couldn't see how this guy could yeah. be the Messiah of Israel. I just said, no, you don't know where I, I came from. Yeah. You don't know where I, I came from. There is the channel that, I, that produced me. You have no clue about that channel. The same channel that's producing sons right now. The same, you know, you know it's, it's where Jesus came from. That's where they want to give birth to you from. And, and, and the same way that men could not understand him, that's how they won't understand him. The way they were arguing with him with scripture, that's how they were arguing against you with scripture. When God has finished raising your stature up, you see men who, who carry Bible and begin to question, ah, but the scripture, no, that verse said this, praise God, like Jesus was, <laughs> the son of God standing in front of them, and they were opening Bible in front of him. <laughs> Is that foolish guy? You said the scripture, you think in them that you see. No. Well, see, this thing is actually speaking of me, but you're so blind and you cannot see. You cannot see it. It won't be like that. The, the Lord wants to arm us. I'm seeing, I'm seeing an awesome visitation coming. And the Lord, the Lord will do everything. Anybody who has had challenges before, to in hearing the speakings of God and what God has to say. Yeah. God is saying, don't worry, mercy is coming. Amen. Darkness will be undone. Amen. You see all the anchors of unbelief, of doubt, all of those things, those things that make you not able to rise and to soar, you know, and, and freely yield yourself to the method of spiritual visitation. The way of God encountering souls, and which is totally different from men's own sense and how men see things. The ability to yield your heart to the Spirit of God to do His work. God will make that happen. Let's just begin to pray.
Ashe Ikres Alfreta. Thank you for you are working in us. You are working in our hearts. Thank you. You are doing all that you need to do. All the change, all the transformation that's needed, Lord, for to prepare us for your blessing and your, this convocation with the Spirit. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. You are sending preparation from heaven. Heavenly. Heavenly, 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 mercifully. You want to prepare us mercifully with mercy. We obtain it, we receive it. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. All the glory to you. Glory to you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, our high priest. Yeah. We can feel your ministry. We are, it's been, we are being impacted. Thank you for your intercession. Thank you for praying to the Father, speaking to the Father on our behalf, mentioning us one by one 
speaking our name to him, talking about us to him, speaking to him concerning us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for individual mercies, blessings of grace, strength, help that is coming. As we are praying to you, you are listening, you are hearing. As we are praying in your name, you are speaking to the Father. Thank you for your blood that is also speaking, that is also speaking concerning us. That's where our hope lies. Our hope lies in you. Our trust lies in you. And you can never fail us. Thank you, our Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name tonight. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.